I'm your girl, Latoya Francis, and you're listening to the On My Soapbox podcast. What's up, everyone? I'm back like I never left. This season is called French Toast and Happily Ever Afters. Navigating, finding the one. The name of the season, you may ask, was inspired by a gentleman that I found out at some point in time that I was actually in love with. Yikes. Who happened to also make the most amazing French toast. Now you might be asking again, how does one not know when they're in love and just happen to find out? I don't know either, but that's my story and I'm sticking with it. This season, I'm talking to people who mean a lot to me and who I believe carry insights on relationships that has been truly beneficial to me and I believe can be beneficial to you too. I'm looking to have fun conversations and of course, allow you to listen in and be a part of it. And as my people like to say, outside I keep again. (laughs) With the pandemic slowing down and places are opening up, your girl is ready to resume catching flights. And from the season title, I am trying to catch some feelings too. Where he at though? So without further ado, today I'm talking to the one and only, the matriarch of the Francis clan, my grandmother, Hyacinth Francis. Mama, how you doing? Fine, thank you. (laughs) All right, so this season, it's going to be quick and easy. I just have a few questions that I'm asking my guests and just to hear their feedback. And then we can chat about it on social media, hear your thoughts on it, your kind of remarks from what they have to say so my first question to you mama you ready Mm -hmm. how did you know that my grandfather was the one for you that way back when how did i know he was the one for me yes the backside yeah (laughs) (laughs) all right you want to know where I met him and all of that and so and so? Yeah, you can't, you can't tell me as much as you want to tell me. As you know, he was a butcher. Mm-hmm. And he used to come through the district of Nescastle, St. Mm-hmm. Thomas. And I used to buy meat from him. But he never used to give me anything like that like meat or so. Mm-hmm. But every Friday morning, I used to leave, like, wake up early in the morning, I cook beef soup for him. Mm-hmm. And one of the Fridays, I cook some beef soup with a lot of vegetable, like carrot, and uh, you know what mm-hmm. to go into beef soup already. Yeah. So when he came and he drank the soup, and I was looking at him, and every turn I turn, my eyes catch his two eyes too. <laughs> so I said, Why are you looking at me like that? He said to me, then where is the meat in this soup? I said, I don't have any meat to put in there. So he said to me, um, then if meat, no, in the soup, then all the soup tastes so sweet. How will you put in there? <laughs> he said, just what you have. Just what you have there eating, I put in there. Nothing more. And he said to me, say, lie your tail. You put meat in there. And he said, no meat, no in there. Then how me you your soup? I'm going to put a piece of meat in there. And from there on, Every turn I turn in the little butcher, you call it, his eyes was on me. And I won't pay him any mind. But anyway, him get up, him drink him soup, and him get up and him gone forward to sell his meat. And mm-hmm. I do the same thing next week. When him come next week, him leave meat for me, and him give me money, 
Mm-hmm. And all of that. And some little fancy talk, like, you know, whole time days, him say, you know, some spirit really take him. Say, if a spirit take you, I got it. No, come here, sir. Because my spirit not take you. Anyway, we burst out in a laugh. Mm-hmm. And he's gone. Mm-hmm. We don't say nothing more and he's gone. But then you have a Friday evening, them have some kind of dance business, just haggle gap, same center mass. Yeah, yeah. And he called me and asked, we never have no phone. So him come Friday when him come, he asked me more to go over there. Me, I was, me used to love music, me love dancing, mm-hmm. me love sport. So we went up there. Me and him went up there. Far up, you know. And when we go up there now, the music started to play and we start to dance. And then from there on, you know, he's kind of touch. Mm-hmm. Yes, principal like him don't really ask you for sex same time. We're going on like a month or so, and him no ask you nothing like that. And his mm-hmm. touch and his treatment and thing mm-hmm. like that. Then yes, okay. I know, fine. Also, well, yes, you know. And then we start from there. Mm. Okay, so Shakespeare did have the ha, ha, have the lyrics from a long time, like the actual William Shakespeare. Yep, same way. <laughs> mm. mm-hmm. All right. My second question then is. So what are some of the character traits you look for? As a young woman looking for a mate, what are some of the character traits you look for? I look for one trait. Mm-hmm. I used to tell him all the hot words and bad words too. <laughs> I never tell him, never tell me one bad word. Mm-hmm. He, he's only ignorant, you know, he, he kind of ignorant like, mm-hmm. but he never tell me one bad word. Mm-hmm. He never hit me yet. Mm-hmm. Don't go like a false, false, shy, you know, like a shy business there. Eh? Yeah. But more, I was a very cross woman. And okay. I could curse from now and to even in those days. Mm-hmm. He never answered me back more than walk out on me. Mm-hmm. He never tell me my high red. Any high red telling and me telling. Me, I was a bad woman. Me not tell a lie. I took that <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he was more like a peacemaker in the sense of, you know, he, he make you go on with your things, but he not answer your back. Yeah, man, right on, right on to him. You know, all when he keep all one million women and all the curse me curse, he not really answer me back. You understand? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So my next question is, what's one thing that you know about relationship now that you wish you had no back then? Well, I'll tell you what I know now. If the really if the first relationship wasn't good and pleasing to me, I would have married already, but me not married. After 20 years he died, me not one of a man. Mm. There was a meeting in my heaven. Same when you have a, when you have, you know, you I know his ways, you know. Me know his ways, you know. Mm-hmm. And if he come back tomorrow morning, maybe we'll have the same thing. Yeah. But looking at another, another relationship, no. It don't really make sense because these nowadays men. Them pants down and them back, see? You can't talk. The first mm-hmm. thing they tell you, how your head red, you're ugly, and you're this. And he was very handsome more than I. Yeah. Me not call myself good looking. Here, mama, no. He here, you know. Here, here, you so, know. So, guess what? Him could have get any woman he want. Mm-hmm. And he picked me. So, mm-hmm. I was special. Yeah, man, so let it be. Mm-hmm. Okay. Fair I enough. don't want another. Mm-hmm. So is there any advice that you would have for people who are, you know, either in relationships or looking to get into relationships on how to make it through hard or rough times? Tell you something. Let me talk about the hard times first. Mm -hmm. The hard times and you have true love, Mm -hmm. true thick and thin. 
you have to still stay by it, you know, mm-hmm. because he was the man who's working. I'm not working. And whatever I'm bringing to me, I have to make use of it. And I have to put it to use. If I get 10 shillings, if I can save two and six pence, I'll put on the two and six pence and save the seven this yeah, the rest of it. You understand? Mm-hmm. And then your companion will have to satisfy. Your companion will have to satisfy what you give, what you have. Mm-hmm. You, you understand? You know, really go out there, go beg and eat, unless I put very close family like grandmother and mm-hmm. mother. And all them kind of thing. They end up very close family during the hard times. You know, God will help you to navigate through it. You can't let God out of it. You have to put God in the middle because if Him not did it, it will mash up. Mm, that's true. So that at the hard time, so you have to kind of, if you want two skirt or want two dress, you know, put it down so till you, you have to say, boy, I want one new dress or I want one new skirt. If I want to like, tear the pan, try patch it. I try sweet, wear it. No business with nobody. No look for nobody. No radar nobody. No bet nobody tell you what to do and what not to do. Simple as that. I'm worried to what you have to put God. You have to put God in the mix. Amen. Mm. Amen. And last question now for your mama. What would you tell your younger self if you could do anything differently? And if you probably said, you know, I'm not differently for do, but. If you could do anything differently, what would that one thing be that you would like to do differently as it relates to your relationship with my grandfather? I would get, you know, got to tell you something. Sometimes, you know, what come to me, I would take up education more serious mm-hmm. because then some of the hard time, my little thing will rub off and is, you know, mm-hmm. one and one make two. But yeah. at those times, it was only him one. Mm-hmm. But what I did... I take over, actually take over the butchering from him mm-hmm. and start to go out and buy hog and goat, everything we you know for butcher. Mm-hmm. And I do butchering with him. So the two of us, when him gone to Spanish town down to his brother, I gone to Kingston with meat and I sell at the street side, cut mm-hmm. them up and sell. I cut them up from home and freeze them and carry and take orders from out there and carry them out there and deliver them and get my money and come home. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the education. That would have helped you for even make the business even better. Ah, uh, simple as that. Well, Mama, I, I definitely want to thank you. I know so this is out of your comfort zone. You, you, you weren't expecting me to, <laughs> to ask you this. Again, listeners, I really hope you could listen and hear not even a full, I would say, episode of what I could, the conversations I could have with my grandmother because she's a woman of wisdom, a woman of character and, and integrity. <laughs> And with that being said, I really hope that you can just kind of glean something from what she shared about her own experiences with relationships. And so to end us out today, I'm just going to read um, 1 Corinthians 13, the love passage. And it says, 1 Corinthians 13, verse 4 to 8. And it says, love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no records of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. But where there are prophecies, they will cease. Where there are tongues, they will be still. And where there is knowledge, it will pass away. 
So with that being said, join us again for our next episode and our next interview. But until then, take care of yourself, love each other, and we'll speak soon. Thank you for listening to the On My Soapbox podcast. I'm your girl, LaToya Francis. Until next time, stand for something or fall for anything.